BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Are you thinking about starting a podcast but don't know where to start? Let me take a second to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need, all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast across a plethora of listening platforms, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all the big ones. It's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one place. And best of all, completely free. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, do yourself a favor and check out anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Hey everyone, if you're enjoying Increase of Our Reality, I'd really appreciate it if you could drop a review or a rating and I'll give you a shout out on the show. While you're at it, come join the Telegram group and follow the show on Instagram and across social media. If you'd like to support the show, check me out over on Patreon for early access to Increase of Our Reality and Big Dumb Inquiries, which is the Swapcast show I co-host with Kyle Rainey of the Big Dumb Podcast. If you'd like to pick up some merch, come check out the merch store. If you want to help me out to upgrade my equipment and pump out even more awesome content for you guys, Come donate over on Anchor or Kofi. And last but not least, if anyone is interested in being a guest on the show, sponsoring the show, has a topic they want covered, or you feel you have something to contribute to the show, send me an email at increaseofourrealitypodcast at outlook.com. All the links I mentioned are in the show description. Just tap or click the link tree link to be directed. Thanks, everyone. I appreciate you, and I couldn't be doing this without you. Now enjoy the show. The reality we live in can be a very strange place. Most of the time, fact being stranger than fiction. How will we ever start to understand this reality we live in unless we question everything? Join me and a guest as we unravel the mysteries of this reality one topic at a time. This is Inquiries of Our Reality with Shane Jones. And welcome to the now 50th episode of Inquiries of Our Reality. Today with me, I have Tom Cat from Strange Brew Podcast. How's it going, bro? What's going on, man? I'm gonna because I drink on my show, I might as well drink on yours. So I'm gonna crack one. <laughs> See, I'll crack mine too. Nobody really sees it because I always do uh, audio, but I drink this Health Aid kombucha on every one of my shows. It's like my you know what? part of my man, podcast. I'm ritual. all about kombucha. I drink, and I'm always like to Anton, my co-host on Strange Brew. I'm always like. Do you- do you hear that? And he's like, you got fucking kombucha. I was like, yeah, I drink it with like, I had whiskey the one day and kombucha's chase. <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> awesome. So I'm not the only podcaster who is obsessed with kombucha. <laughs> I drink it like almost every episode with liquor and shit. Dude, every single episode for me, but without liquor. I just drink it just because I that's fucking funny. love it. I got a fucked up stomach, so it kind of helps with my gut too. Because, you know, live probiotics, all that fun shit. For anybody that doesn't oh, yeah. know about kombucha, I definitely recommend looking into it. The shit's great. <laughs> yeah, because all the alcohol I do drink, I have a fucked up gut. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, I guess to get rolling here, bro, um, yeah. for people that haven't heard of your show, why don't you tell us a little bit about your show? So Strange Brew Podcast, uh, we've been going about three years strong for essentially if you want to go back to the very beginning, but uh, we started the, the name. If you haven't seen it, check out the movie Strange Brew. It's the classic Canadians from Great White North and uh, the SCTV. That's where we took the name from is that it was essentially going to be Canadian based where we talk about conspiracies, paranormal, true crime, anything strange. And now it's branched off. We have Anton from the States and and Juan has uh, jumped on a lot. But essentially, the podcast is about anything strange. We literally cover everything from serial killers to paranormal events, to conspiracy theories. Like we just covered the Bilderberg group that got a lot of downloads. Um, so anything strange, literally, but we, our whole thing is uh, take nothing seriously and everybody love everybody. But even in our intro kind of thing, we say like not for the easily offended or the faint of heart, because we do joke about things that some people might not find funny and they might get triggered. <laughs> honestly though bro if you're in this community of podcasters even like listener wise i think it's kind of expected at this point like it's almost sad yeah. that you have to put that disclosure on your episodes because it's more like i don't know man it's freedom of speech so like if you don't like it like just switch to the next episode or that's something that's what we've said but we did to, to get into this just slightly we've had tons of reviews right like we've been around for a bit and uh i've been called an ableist uh for uh many reasons probably but also we joke, we made a whole joke about Arkansas. Okay. And, um, cause we did the boggy Creek monster episode and my buddy, Billy, that's been with me since the beginning of the podcast, really, he said like having a Confederate flag is like wearing a Nazi armband and saying it's heritage, not hate. <laughs> and, like, and this guy caught like, he's like, I used to love you guys until you made fun of the Confederate flag, man. There's black people that raised the Confederate flag. And then Billy made a joke where he's like, so you got mad that you got made fun of but when we made fun of everything else, you were fine with it. <laughs> Dude, that's what it comes back down to, too. Even like for stand up comedians, like if you specifically rat on one race, then, you know, you're, you're going to be you're going to be looked at like an asshole. But if you touch everybody, including your own race, bro, like that just shows that it's all in good fun. Like, exactly. You can't just be offended by your own personality and then be fine with everybody else's shit get made fun of, bro. Like, I think white jokes are hilarious. Like, I'm just being honest. But yeah, so do I. <laughs> I think it's funny as fuck, and you can call me a cracker all day. I don't give a fucking shit. Dude, it's almost kind of like, I don't want there to be a more offensive word, but, like, the most offensive word to white people is cracker, and that's kind of... Honky. Like, yeah, like, it doesn't get worse. Like, I, I don't know. There's nothing you could even come up with worse than that. Honestly, though, I feel like the new way to piss off a white person is to call them racist. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Or, like, it. I, I just think all that shit's crazy, where it's just like... Uh, I, have you ever heard of the uh, rapper Tom McDonald? Uh, no, I haven't actually, wait, maybe I have, is he the dude that has, uh, like all the tattoos, all the face, face tattoos and yeah. it's like the side of his head shaved and it's all yes. slipped back. Yeah. And he constantly, he, he's very, you know, he triggers a lot of people. Um, I like more underground shit like Vinnie Paz and immoral techniques, stuff like that. But Tom McDonald does make the point that like, just about how we get blamed for everything and everything. like, it's <laughs> like white people just get blamed for the stupidest shit. And you can't be racist if you're any other color, but white and it's. All that shit is, I find stupid. I have like Jamaican family and I grew up with a bunch of indigenous friends and it's just like, I don't know, people are kind of pussies nowadays. <laughs> Honestly, though, that's what it comes down to. It's like everybody just needs to learn how to like be okay with every other race, realize that it's okay to make jokes. Observational yes. humor is, again, just trying to find humor within the reality we live in and just yep. get over it, you know? Like, 
even so just true. like you can't even say that you're like proud to be white without it be con- being considered racist yeah. like it's kind of fucked up that there's no way to like be happy and be white like if you are you sound like a racist asshole like well, it's look kind at of a the fucking Look at the Freedom Convoy in Canada, right? I was part of that. I went to a bunch of protests. Uh, I have a fuck Trudeau fucking sticker on the back of my car <laughs> and a proud fringe minority sticker. But the thing is, uh, they like a lot of people you see when people are going live to say like TikTok or other platforms. And they were calling, you know, them white supremacists and stuff like that. And meanwhile, there are tons of black people. There are Sikhs. um, There's tons of Indian dudes. uh, There's like literally every walk of life. Tons of people from China that came from China and saw communism and the totalitarianism of a country and a government and came to Canada and saw it fucking slowly like just happening here. And now they're speaking. It's just funny. And they, you see it where it's like, look at these fucking white supremacists. And I was like, no, these are freedom loving people that just want to live their life. Dude, they made it look like a bunch of violent protests, and that's never what it was. Like, they set up shit. They, like, gave food to people in the communities. Yes. Like, even coming from my country, bro, like, I'm in Michigan, and when that convoy started coming onto the bridge, they were pretty much telling everybody in the United States that if you go and aid them in any way, you're going to be considered a domestic terrorist. Which and they is were, like, coming crazy. after people, which is fucked up. But yeah, exactly. Because even in our country, like, it's legal to protest. So, like, as soon as you start throwing the name terrorist on there, like all rights go out the window as far as the government's concerned. So they do that shit on purpose. Yes. Well, the, there's that the one of the convoy um, organizers, Tamara Lynch, they're trying to give her like 10 years. And I was like, for fucking what? For what? For for causing it's just it, the hypocrisy is is crazy to me, considering like the Black Lives Matter movement destroyed cities, burnt down black owned businesses. Like it was crazy in the fact that and then we get labeled as terrorists because we don't want to be subjected to medical tyranny. And it's, it's kind of hilarious. And then if you look at where the black lives movement came from and went to, it was sponsored by a bunch of white people that paid for a lot of the shit. And then the chick took all the money and built the fucking mansion. Virtue signaling dog. You got to just hide fucking it underneath crazy. something that makes you look like a good person. Cause people are still rocking all the black lives matter, <laughs> Ukrainian flag. Like they're just, they don't see beyond the picture, you know, like, yeah, don't get me into Ukraine, man. Me and Kyle, I think talked about that. <laughs> I always love getting into Ukraine though. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> it's just, it, it's just so much bullshit. And these people, yeah, the virtues, they, they probably have no idea. These people that wave their flags or have it on their car, unless you are Ukrainian, then I get it. Okay. If you're actually from Ukraine and you migrated here, Sure wave that flag all you want you're proud to be where you come from it's just hilarious that we have this whole thing where if these people that don't realize obviously that ukraine is one of the most corrupt countries on earth with child trafficking money laundering full of violence. fucking nazis like there's a bunch nazis. of articles they came out with like paramedics and shit and like half of them had fucking nazis swastika tattoos yeah, they're full blown uh, after uh, what was it after World War Two, right? Like they they were huge. They were in the middle of it, kind of more or less. But almost sixty, I think the seventy percent of uh, Ukrainians were Nazis and were proud of it. And then the ones that didn't want to be actually had to move to Russia. And but at, I think at the time Ukraine was still what a part of Russia at least to an extent, or they're like the dividing line. Mm. But uh, it is it is fucking it's fucking ridiculous, dude. Don't even get me started on the cancel culture from Russia. Like talk about virtue signaling at its finest. You got EA yeah. taking Russian teams out of video games. So stupid. The best one I had, bro. I made Kyle go off on it when I brought it on to Big Dumb Inquiries. This dude has like he already bought the Russian vodka and all the Russian liquor. It's in his store. And he has signs up that pretty much say, do not buy. This is Russian. 
Like <laughs> you already spent the money. They already made the money. Like if you're yeah. trying to like do something, like it's not doing anything. And the best part about that that set fucking Kyle off is that everybody was wearing masks in that news in that news clip. Yep. And the dude had a Black Lives Matter sticker, of course, on the front window of his business. Like virtue signaling at its fucking finest, bro. <laughs> they, I you know that people like it's it's quite evident that people are controlled and there and there's conditioning conditioning and brainwashing exists propaganda is more effective today than it ever was when hitler was around and it's way more subliminal like people are it's so far into it now that it's like uh, i've heard a bunch of like russian um what would you call them exactly russian like fuck what's the word i'm looking for um like the agent. yeah misinformation agent or like yeah. whatever you want to call them uh that we're talking about how if you wanted to brainwash a culture properly you have to do it through generations so that by the time yes. it gets a couple generations in they're so brainwashed that you can show them the truth and they still won't see it and oh I feel yeah like that's the whole that the, the kgb they did an experiment and they bombarded people with constant essentially lies for about um, I think it was only two weeks and they just like, just fed you a bunch of bullshit, probably made you, you know, like clock recording style where your fucking eyes are gaped open and you're like, just watching these movies. <laughs> and then they told them what the truth actually was and showed them every proof they had of that. Everything they learned for the past two weeks, nothing but bullshit. And none of them believed it. And it's that that is conditioning and brainwashing does work. And the fact that we see it in society and then you have things like Ukraine, right? Which bought what, what bothered me the most and I'm fucking white. And it's just the fact that people are like, Oh, like let's go save all the fucking white people in Ukraine um, from big, bad Putin and all this shit. And even the, and there's obviously there's the crazy conspiracies or who knows if they're true that Putin's the good guy was well, not a good guy, but that he's against the deep state and all this shit, which I don't think that's true. Putin is not a good person by any means, but there's all those theories out there now where people on TikTok and apps like that are having like a Russian flag for that. But the fact that Yemen is bombed like fucking crazy by the United States military. Nobody says shit about them. Nobody cared about fucking Afghanistan. <laughs> like, like really, they showed it on the news a little bit, but people really didn't give a fuck and weren't calling for the, you know, the justice for the fucking Afghanis. And same with like Gaza Strip, one of the most populated places on earth is one of the most bombed places on earth. It's just hypocrisy everywhere, left, right, wherever. I don't fucking buy into political left or right. I am, I believe what I believe and that's about it. Do you know what's kind of funny about it though is that everybody wanted to virtue signal, but when it came down to it where they're like, all right, let's go to war. Like you see how much back they have on that. Like everybody wants to fly the flag, but nobody actually wants to do the deed. No, so it's, it's true. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this shit, bro? There's a hilarious <laughs> video. I don't know who this guy was, but he put on like a Bob Ross wig and he was like painting and he was like, you know, like the thing about Ukraine. And he's like going off about how, uh, what is he? What does he say? He's like, you know what? He was like, it's probably the most corrupt thing. And he's like talking about uh, Hunter Biden, but doing in this soft spoken voice. And then he's like, you know what? If you want to, if you want to go help them, if you want to go fight for them. He's like, that's your right. He's like, go over to Poland or Romania, pick up a fucking gun and start walking. And it's just like, it's talking about your virtual signaling don't exist here or some shit. It's fucking gold. Dude, talk about some awesome, like, backfire to some virtue signaling. Again, I'm not saying I'm pro anything, but I just think it's a whole, it's a funny ass move. So they tried to make it so that, uh, what was it? You couldn't, they're, they're trying to make it so you could, like, cancel out Russia pretty much so that the rubles weren't worth shit. 
but they ended up doing this flip-flop where they pretty much made it so that people that are buying oil from them have to pay in rubles. So they ended up jacking up the price of rubles and made it so that it's a more steady currency by trying to sanction them and fuck shit up for them. Like that's, that's fucking, just backfiring it's, at its finest. And I think that shit's fucking hilarious. Again, I'm not no, pro Russia, is. but I think that's no. funny as fuck. <laughs> I'm not fucking pro anything. And I'm definitely not pro fucking government by any means. I hate all forms of government left, right, whatever fucking you want to call it. But I'm with you on that one. I want to reiterate because when I say I'm not pro Russia, <laughs> I don't want to seem like I'm also pro Ukraine. I'm not pro fucking anything. I just no. sit back and observe. I'm, you know, in that I, meme yeah. with the two people fighting, then there's that guy sitting back hitting like the dab rig, <laughs> just watching. That's me. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. Cause like, I, I don't know if you, you ever heard of the band Annie flag, which is not, they're not so anti anymore, but there yeah. certain, certain music changed me when I was like 12, 13, when you listen to a song saying you got to die, got to die, got to die for your government, die for your country, that shit. Like I, it changed me, the music, the hip hop I listened to. Um, I'll like when people ask me like, you know, what woke you up? <laughs> fucking what, what changed your thought process? And I was like fucking 12, 13 being like, maybe the government is bad. And I didn't even understand <laughs> what the government really was at that time. And uh, I'm going to, I'm going to toke on this pen and I should have mentioned, I guess if, if people do tune into strange root podcast, um, most times we drink and on certain episodes, we are definitely drunker than other times. When we first started the podcast, <laughs> we were drinking a 26 or between like two of us. And it was ridiculous. And we got better at better as, as we went, but like there, there are certain fans that will go back and listen. I tell them, I was like, go back, listen to like the first 10 episodes and then see the difference of now there's not much difference, but you can definitely tell we're fucking a lot more drunk and we say a lot more heinous shit. Hey, but sometimes it helps the truth come out. Actually it's hopping true. back on that uh, conversation about music you're talking about. One thing that I thought was hilarious is that rage against the machines is one of those bands that kind of did that for me and made me question a lot of shit. And then kind now of fucked up. Them. Yeah, I say it comes to COVID, bro. They're one of the first ones that were saying people need to wear masks and get vaccine to come to their concerts. Like, really? Your rage, rage against the machine. I had a buddy that said that. Well, it's actually like, he works with my girlfriend. And they were like, oh, you're going to go see Rage? Uh, someone's like, you're going to go see Rage? And he's like, why would I? And he's like, well, he's like, they're coming into Toronto or some shit. And he was like, they were fucking, they wanted you to get a shot for going into a fucking concert venue. And he's like, they are rage against the machine. It should have been the ones that were doing the fucking concert out in the parking lot. If the uh, building yeah. wasn't letting them do it there. Like that, I lost so much respect for that band after that. Like, I'm just going to be honest. I haven't even been able to listen to them since then. Cause it's like, you listen to them and you're just like, really bro. Like, no, I don't. I, st do I stopped. I like boycott. It's like Annie Flag too. I still listen to Annie Flag just because I grew up on that shit. But Annie Flag's thing on their Instagram is like anti-flag, anti-Islam, uh, Islamophobia, anti-transphobia, anti-racism, anti-ant, all this anti-shit, and they're posting all this shit about like oh fucking Ukraine. And then I fucking commented, and I think it got deleted. I was like, I bet you ain't anti-vax though. <laughs> Dude, you want to talk about a flip-flop though, bro? You go from rebellion anarchy to rebellious woke <laughs> like yeah you know what i'm saying like you still so got that weird. angry angst behind it but you're like for the woke message now like how fucking weird is that that you can flip-flop like that like think about I've, how many yeah. people in bands have done that shit bro like i stand by my words and i'm gonna stand by my shit all the way through you know yeah. like i'm not about to flip-flop just so that more 
of the standard people like like me. Because then at that point, bro, I'm not speaking to who I'm actually speaking to. No. That, that's just like selling out as far as I'm concerned. No, 100%. And I'm like the same way. It's like I, I've i been very opinionated for a long time. And the thing is, too, like I, I'm, I'm more jokey on my podcast. That's why I like being able to go on other shows, stuff like that, and be more either political or talk conspiracies, aliens, whatever, true crime, serial killers, but mostly about the things that are happening today. Um, a, a fan did say I mentioned Trudeau a little too often on my show, but the thing is, he's I believe he's ruining my fucking country, so it's relevant. I was gonna say, bro, you're Canadian, and there's always shit going on with him, though. It's like hard to deny at this point. Oh, it's, it's almost like U.S. Weird. with Biden, bro. Like everybody Man. in this side of the community can rip on Biden every single day and never run out of shit to rip on him about. No, I Trudeau probably. Uh, th- there's rumors that he fucked a 15 year old girl. He has the We Charity scandal, like. Did he fuck the 15-year-old and he was wearing that weird uh, costume? You know what I'm talking about? It's all over the internet. (laughs) (laughs) He's like half-dressed like a cat, like creeping, bro. Oh, it's funny. That's actually fucking a reface. That's not actually a real picture. Oh, damn. I was hoping it was real because I feel like a lot of these politicians have some weird-ass photos like them. Like, look at Klaus Schwab with his fucking, like, (laughs) half-naked bikini weird shit. Well, look at him wearing his his Klaus Schwab and his fucking Galactic Galactic Federation fucking outfit. (laughs) It's so fucking weird. And the thing is, right, what we do have on Trudeau is he fucking, he caused, he called, he called people in the fringe minority, fucking racist, misogynist extremists. Meanwhile, this motherfucker has done blackface four fucking times, four times, and he's calling other people racist. I always just find it funny because I just want to, I want to do a just an, uh, I want to do like a half an hour, hour episode on my show and just scream about Trudeau and how fucking ridiculous everything he says is because he is probably one of the worst politicians and uh person persons to run a country in all of history and i don't give a shit i'm even talking about hitler i'm just joking he's not as bad as hitler but it's getting pretty <laughs> close but like how the whole world called him out like he was on the he was in the european uh Euro, european union uh address and half more than 60 people walked out and then there was the uh, Fucking this great chick. Uh, I could bring up her name. I can't remember what it is. Uh, but she's a German MP and she like has called out Trudeau. And she said during uh, a UN talk, she's like, spare us uh, your presence for you don't know what democracy is about. You're like, you're coming here to talk about democracy. Meanwhile, you're throwing people in jail for protesting. So she's, uh, she's fucking good in my books. But Canada's going to shit. I'm sure you guys will be after. But uh, this country is going down. That's why I'm just going to keep talking about serial killers. <laughs> Dude, overall, though, I think that the whole Western countries being like the world superpower is all kind of coming to an end. Like I was doing another show about it. And like, it seems like China is about to rise up because it was like talking about these graphs or it's pretty much like the rise and like fall of the nation. And then not fall, but like fall out of like being the top power. And as that happens, another one rises. And as far as I'm concerned, dude, it looks like it's going to be China. And that like, place is fucking scary, man. They weld people into their apartments if they think they have COVID. Like, dude, and, even when remember when they used to do those body anatomy exhibits and shit like that, and like a lot of people went to those. Those were all over the fucking world, and people didn't even realize that those were all people that were healthy people that were against them that they're taking and turning yeah. them into these body exhibits. Like, it's crazy. And the thing is, right, that supposedly if if China were to call from the debts of the United States and probably Canada too, that they would own like 40% of the country. Dude, they probably own like 40% of the world at this point. Like, I'm just being honest with you. Like they, yeah. they're like the only country, one of the few countries too, that have the ability now to like self-sustain themselves within their own country. They don't necessarily need like outside imports and shit to be able to run. Or like the U S bro, if we didn't have everything being 
outsourced back and forth and coming back in, like we wouldn't be able to function. No, and that's what fucking like I think they did this all on purpose, right? It's all by design. The economy crashes by design. Uh, if people aren't hip to that shit yet, you better read some books because everything has been planned out. They put in a bunch of books. You got people like Albert Pike that predicted three world wars. You have like obviously people like Crowley that have said some shit. But I've even listened to this book uh, called The Law of One, and it's really relevant information. And I'm like, at this point, I'm hoping that either we wake up and raise our consciousness and our vibration where the paradigm shifts and we're able to go to a higher density reality, which is really far-fetched. Or I fucking hope that like, I don't know, something Carmack, like karma needs to exist, especially with these people in power. It's just like, when is it going to flip on its head and change around? Because at the point that we're in now, it's getting super scary, I think, for a lot of people in the direction that the world is heading, especially if they're having kids and shit too. Dude, I feel like there's, well, don't even get me started on the kids thing. I got some more shit on that one. But like, I feel like I've been talking about it. I feel like there's going to be a split in society where you're going to have the people that want to live in smaller communities and they're going to live off the land. And then there's going to be the people that are living in like the smart cities and the people that are living in the smart cities are going to look at everybody else in the other communities. Like they're like less than them because that's what the government tells them. Like you're better than those people. They're just a bunch of primitives (laughs) and think shit like that. You know, like there's going to be a divide because at the root of it, like there's a shit ton of people in this world that need to be controlled that want to have somebody tell them like when to brush their teeth, when to do this, when to do that. Like they can't, yeah, they're subservient. Can't yeah. And it, there's a lot of people out there that are like, that. that's a good point because like, you know, I want to make two points on what you said. First of all, right. It, if we were self-efficient um, in our countries, we wouldn't be in the positions that we're in. If we could, if everyone had a huge garden and grew their own vegetables and, and, you know, you, and then you have a farmer down the street that, you know, if you want meat and stuff like that and, you can get it and uh, not rely on oil. Like the fact that Trudeau is like, we got to start our fucking carbon emissions and fucking go use Saudi Arabia's oil that fucking kills millions of people in the process of doing it. And then meanwhile, we can have the cleanest, best oil that uh, in Canada because we have tons of resources for it. And then meanwhile, you have the fact that they probably have over 300 years worth of fucking oil that have been stocked up in their fucking, like it's just the amount of shit that we're being told is all, all, all sorts of bullshit, but dude, it's false scarcity all across the board. Like I was going to say about the families thing that I wanted to kind of bring back full circle. Yeah. I have all my opinions on the fact that they're trying to make it so that people aren't starting families. Cause they're trying to destroy that like home body concept. Yes. Um, you got like the diaper shortages. So that made people weary of having kids, the formula shortages, it's still going on, which makes people weary about having kids. And then the United and States, and then you got the, yeah. And then I was going to say, yeah, you got uh, the other thing that I was kind of linking to it too, the tampon shortages. So what that's not what I meant when I did that. I'm joking. That's what I figured. But, uh, <laughs> like if people don't have that, what's the yeah. next thing they're going to jump to? They're going to jump to birth control in order to regulate their period where they might only have it a couple times a year. So even off of that, you're starting to control the population and pull people away from having families and creating no, it home is bodies. true. And uh, like my, my girlfriend was on birth control for years. And recently, like we both decided like, yeah, let's not do this anymore. Like let's like, so I've been using fucking condoms, which is, it's not the greatest, but Hey, champ it up, wear a rubber. That's what I do. <laughs> I know it's been fucking, it was like years. I never wore one. Right. But it's just because of her health, because I know there is issues to do with that and the birth control and shit like that. But also like I'm, 
Um, I don't know. I, I'm assuming you didn't get it, but the fact that like I do think this fucking shot rollout is a part of a population control. I might not get everybody, but the th- and that's not the point. That's that they don't want to get everybody because it'll be too obvious. But I do think it's it might sterilize fucking people. Bill Gates did it in Africa, so dude, we've been talking about too how like testosterone levels in men has been dropping for like a long time. Yeah, I feel like that links to that too because what's another issue with testosterone dropping? It makes it so you're not as fertile, which again. It's like something that you wouldn't necessarily notice, even if you got the jab, yeah. but like, you know, like it's, it's going to build up and it's going to no, make it, it so that yeah. like people like you'll be trying and you know, you just won't get her pregnant because for whatever yeah. reason, your sperm count dropped and hmm, the I shit that we that eat, that the, everything is poison and it's like not a conspiracy anymore. You can literally test these things. Everything from a grocery store is, has like for the amount of, um, you know, vitality that these fruits and vegetables should have, you know, at a hundred percent scale, it's probably like 30%. And then the rest is fucking processed bullshit. Um, but you know, it's funny because like, and not saying any of like people hold different opinions. I say, always have to say this because people have different opinions. It's fine. Uh, my mom is a fucking nurse and my grandma was a nurse. So they've been, they were both indoctrinated under this, like the, that, medicine and big pharma is good for you where i'm on the opposite side and they try to put me on drugs and i was a kid i always denied them but i've been against vaccines for most of my life and uh i even had it before covid or anything i had it on a fucking topic for the podcast vaccines question mark and because (laughs) i knew people that got affected from them negatively and i knew people that didn't give their kids any shots and the kids were super intelligent and healthy and then i and then i I knew a teacher in grade 11 and she was from uh, india she was going to be a nurse but she decided to come here and um be a teacher and she knew for a hundred percent fact and this is my get people fucking angry but she said for uh, she knew for a hundred percent fact her kid was not autistic until three years old after he got his shots and he changed dramatically she said and she said this to us in the classroom like talking about like medicine and big pharma and a lot of people from india don't trust big pharma so dude honestly too even connecting into like the more recent vaccines, like even if it does cause something like that, that's also going into population control because that makes people extremely fucking awkward. We're pushing yeah. into this time where people don't want to interact face to face, even with the Roe versus Wade shit. I was joking about it with Kyle. And then right after the show, he sent me a couple articles about it, basically saying that like Gen Z is scared to get intimate because like they don't know what could happen. Like we're pushing towards this what? future, bro, where it's going to be like a demolition man yeah. where in order to have sex, you're not physically having sex. You're I had sex wearing like a 12, helmet man. and it's like I, virtual reality, you know? <laughs> that was like the first thing I wanted to do. All my friends were fucking like weird little kids. And I was like, I want to have sex. And it's funny that they're that next generation seems to be like totally changing in that aspect. I think they're just, they're, they're conditioning them to be scared and to stay in their shelter. They're and, like overly ugh, sexualized though in the process though. So it's That's weird. Like, they don't want to have sex with each other, but they're over sexual in the fact of like, I'm Look sure Gen Z probably has more OnlyFans yeah. than any other generation. Yeah, and OnlyFans is fucking weird that that exists, that you could just be like a normal person and be like, here, come pay to see me naked. And the, and they're conditioning them more and more to uh, have access and ability to, to things like this. And then you have like them talking about normalizing pedophilia and they're giving them the, that one, what's they, they call them that... Uh, sexually attracted to minors or minor attracted minor attracted that's the word that terminology coming from a dad i don't care what fucking terminology you put on that shit if you touch my kid you're gonna you're not gonna remember anything after that because you're just gonna be gone like yeah i'm not a big dude but if somebody comes and tries to 
come at my kid with anything like that, bro. Like you're yeah. going to fucking die and I'm going to go to jail smiling. It's fucking weird though. Like, and I've, I saw like this, like college student talking about it. I'm like, there's not their fault. <laughs> and I'm like, man. And they're creeping towards this shit. And the funny thing is in, you know, like I'm, I don't know. How old are you? I'm 28. Okay. Okay. So you're close in age. Okay. So I was like, I'm 30 and I've went, I've grew I've grown up in a crazy life. Like I was in youth jail when I was a kid, I did a lot of stupid shit. I learned a lot of lessons, but, and I warned people about this and I was like 1920 that, you know, the people in power were evil. And like, even before that, I was like, I remember like my buddy Billy will vouch for it. Like I would be talking in his ear about reptilians when we're like fucking 21. Like he was like, <laughs> he was like 16, 17. Cause he's younger than me. And we were working together as, in a, as chefs, like at cooking um, actually at Swish LA at the beginning, which is funny. And then we, I would just like be in his ear about like David Icke and the reptilians. And I was super young getting into the shit. And I warned people, Hey, this could happen. This could happen. This could happen. And a lot of the shit came true. It's just like, fuck, I tried to warn you, but nobody, everyone thought I was crazy. And now how the coin has flipped. Say people think you're trying to be like an Oracle or something, but I keep always yeah. telling people, dude, it's connecting the dots. Like you see repetitive yeah. things that happen through history and you know, they're going to pop back up. When you see shit starting to line up, you're not like guessing the future. You're not like pulling out out of your ass. Like you're yeah. connecting dots and at its root, that's what conspiracy theories are. And it's not even that like, like that term, obviously everybody knows in this community was made to discredit people, but yeah. we've kind of like owned into the word to kind of like make the word our own in a sense, but it's just connecting dots. And you need to realize that we're not just everyone calls it crazy. Conspiracy. crazy like a conspiracy is like two people conspiring against other people. That's literally what it means. And it's just like that happens every day. If you're someone out there who trusts Bill Gates and believes what he's saying is factual, I'm sorry, <laughs> you need to get your head checked because like you, how can these people that just follow along, I just, I don't understand how they can't see it. And I've been trying to wake people up like, uh, not to brag or anything, but I've, <laughs> I have like 25,000 people on my one TikTok because I've just like, I've posted stuff about conspiracy theories. It's under the reptilian. If you anyone wants to go check it out the reptilian that's <laughs> like i have to clarify that for people but um and i've done a lot of political speak and talked about shit or post videos that i find interesting about the royal family or stuff like that and i've done i think my best i go to protest i want to try to wake people up i try to tell everyone i know how fucking shitty and crazy the world they live in is and sometimes it's a little negative and draining but like i just think people need to be aware and to stop living this life where it's like i can't do anything about it so i i don't want to think about it that's a lot of people i've talked to it's that's their mentality i mean honestly though one thing that i've kind of learned is that you can't press knowledge on people that don't want to learn it but if you are trying to get the message out you got to start small you know what i mean like yeah, you, if you hit them with reptilians right off the bat <laughs> They're like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? But you start hitting them with some shit like, uh, oh, have you heard about the Pfizer documents? Have you heard about like this? My girlfriend it's like real that. world shit. Yeah. And then they start connecting other things. Like you just got to like, maybe don't tip. start with the reptilian. She's like, maybe start with like small governmental conspiracies. She told me that years ago and I keep doing it though. But it's just like, uh, yeah, this, you can't teach anyone or wake people up because I've I, I've tried to wake my mom up for years. Like it's been a long time. And she even said, I was like, oh, you know, I was like joking about the financial collapse coming. And then she's like, well, I'll, I just want to live my life. And I'm like, yeah, because it's the same mentality, right? Of just like, I don't want to think about it. The truth scares me. I feel like the truth and what is the things that are actually happening uh, legitimately scare people and they don't want to look into it. Honestly, that's what it is, dude. It's ignorance is bliss. Like if you just ignore me that. <laughs> that everything's happening, then you don't have a problem. But as soon as you start yeah. seeing shit, you can't unsee it. And then you're, I don't want to like, 
like it's a whole spiritual enlightenment concept that everybody thinks it's like some like oh you know like you're just floating meditating through time but it's not like that it's more like that you know charlie kelly meme where you're the crazy guy connecting all the dots and shit because it's like once you start seeing stuff you can't unsee it it almost drives you crazy in the extent of like you have to find balance so that's why like as far as me i'll dig into this deep government occult pedophile conspiracy shit and then as soon as i start like you know, getting too deep into that, I'll like bounce back onto some cryptids, you know, like keep it, keep yeah, it in some lighter. Yeah. Shit. And I dig that. And I try to do that too. That's why I like being distracted by serial killers. Uh, because I, I've had a fascination with serial killers and everything from like, I, I always joked when I was a kid, I was like, I love Charles Manson. I was like, no, you find him interesting. Like in the, the way he speaks in his philosophies as, as people label him crazy, but I, it is hard because yeah, I've researched this shit for over fucking 13 years probably now and it's just it it is draining and i i and i i could tell a funny story that in 2012 billy can vouch for this my co-host is uh i went crazy i thought nothing fucking mattered i thought the world was ending so i was making all these rash decisions and and more or less being an idiot and not caring about the repercussions of my actions and i thought that something was gonna happen and nothing did and that's because they turned on cern and they changed our realities <laughs> Dude, don't even get me started on that CERN shit. <laughs> what the fuck? They were supposed to start that stuff up on the 5th, but I've been noticing weird shit before that. So I think they've already been leading up to this shit. Like, I'm scared about They're supposed to do it today as we're recording. That's when they're supposed to turn it on, I heard. It's July yeah. 5th. Say this is going to be super delayed, so hopefully it's not yes. too <laughs> off for anybody listening. But We're uh, all going to be blown up in a fucking yeah. <laughs> particle dust. But dude, even like, the, if you had seen the whole thing with like the Sphinx's eyes closing. I saw that. Was that actually real? I was trying to look into it to try to figure it out. Um, I was trying to get some like, you know, feet on the ground, see if anybody could send pictures and shit. But even like the Mona Lisa, for example, it was always a dispute whether or not she was smiling smiling now. Yeah. Now she's clearly smiling. So like, I think that they've already been fucking with this machine, bro. And it's already like altering art, but I've heard kind of funny. I just want to share this idea. So I've talked to a lot of people that are like Christian background about this whole certain thing and they keep saying that they think that it's all just these weird little pop culture things because it's like god is like hey you're trying to change reality well fuck you it's my reality and he's just trying to like troll people now at this point by just fucking with little small shit you know that's funny looking from like a broader perspective and like more so what i kind of go into is that i believe that it it's multiple dimensions if not two dimensions however many that are all starting to kind of like warp into each other in a sense. And like the veils are getting thinner between. And that's why we're starting to connect these different things where you have like people that remember things this way and people that remember things this way is because there's a mix of like multiple realities starting to exist in the same spot. And I feel like the more they power this shit up, the more it's like, connecting I, like finding like your, a fixed point you know you're fucking with something you shouldn't fuck with and uh i, I got two couple points in there but uh it's like harp i always said you keep fucking with mother nature with harp technology she's gonna fuck back it's the same thing to do with duality and realities and everything like that i'm i honestly shout this out i've been a big fan of david wilcox some people can say he's a crazy conspiracy theorist or he's uh you know a shill or whatever but what he presents is interesting so he always talks about this book called the law of one and uh i've been starting to read it and uh it's it's about this woman who connected with this um this being raw which is the same raw from egyptian times and he's speaking about how there's like and i've always believed this that there's supposed to be like all these different dimensions that correspond with earth at the exact same time. Right. And I've always, I've said this for years to people. Like I was like, there could be someone standing next to us ha- having a conversation that's similar um, and not be us. 
or be us, but have a conversation that's different. Or you could have beings literally right beside you having a conversation in another reality and they don't see you and you don't see them. And then you have other beings in a different reality that can see you and puppet you much like the shadow creatures or the reptilians is that they can kind of get hold of this reality and they feed off of it. And I believe that the, all one thing I'll never budge on is my belief that different realities do exist and dimensions. Dude, that's where I'm at too. Cause it's like, it's almost undeniable at this point to me. And even if you start looking into like biblical things, there are some references to there possibly being multiple dimensions. Like yes. one thing that I like to kind of entertain the idea of and is so there's a lot of people that'll say that when they have a near death experience that they'll be like in a void, but they'll still feel conscious in that void. Not everybody, yeah. but some people feel that. So theoretically, what if God was a person that died and was in that void and learned how to create in that void. And he created a whole other reality within that void. And that's what like we're perceiving as God and everything else is just like a person that died and learned how to create in the void. And then theoretically, yeah. if other people die, they could create another void and create within that. So it's like a reality yeah. within a reality within a reality. That's like an interesting down, perspective. You know? And that's like this like book that I'm getting into. It's fucking interesting because uh, he exists supposedly on the sick, the sixth dimension going to the, the seventh and that this woman channels uh, raw. And the thing, the things that he says in this book, it's, it's just transcribed from them recording uh, her having these sessions. And uh, it's, they talk about different dimensions and how they correspond with each other. And even like past life shit, which even my own girlfriend's mom has experienced with psychics and, and, seeing her past lives and shooting out of her body, which that also ties into it. And so it's like, what version are you in this life? And, and all that shit. It, I do believe dual realities. Like I, I've always had that thought, right. That every decision that you make here and opposite decision in another reality plays out and unfolds. And you don't really know about it. This might be your true self here, but some other version of your soul or a different reality with you inside of it makes that decision. So there's a, there's a reality where I never met uh, my fiance. There's a reality where I actually finished high school on time. There's a reality into this, a podcast, right? Like it's just that they all branch off and you're different people. Like there's a reality I didn't get arrested. So I wouldn't have traveled down the road that I did as a kid. So I do believe that it's very possible. Dude, that's where the deja vu concept could come in too. Cause you know, like when say you're at like a fixed point where you're like, all right, I have one decision to make or this other decision to make. And it's like, you can envision like the reality of both of them happening. So from that, you end up going down the path that you choose to take. So like, what if, again, it's like you're connected with yourself from multiple different dimensions and you're seeing what did happen in that reality if time isn't linear. So it's like, you're could be partly tapping into like the akashic records in a sense you know yeah and that might be where that like deja vu feeling comes from is that I've deja like vu you are experiencing yourself in multiple dimensions or like what if everything's connected and you're a, a being that exists on every dimension and it's just that you're aware of like your lower dimension selves but you aren't aware of your upper dimension selves. no yeah it is crazy i fucking really suggest you read or listen to the law of one because he taught the the whole thing is with the law of one is a service to others not to self and about being essentially selfish and having love and everything uh for everybody but it talks about one single creator 
Uh, but he's not like God that we think he is. He's about love and everything like that. And that you just have to go towards that one creator. And he's not talking about a God or something in religion. It talks about how it's supposed to be the Orion group, which is reptilians, but they call it the Orion group in this book, um, created religion to keep divide and conquer and all that type of shit, which um, I do believe that I've religious family, friends, a lot of freedom fighters are religious. Uh, but my opinion is it was a tool used to divide us. No, I can, I can definitely see that too. I talk about it a lot on my show that I feel like 90% of religions are the same thing based on the same yeah, exact thing, just different perspectives from different cultures. Yes, so it's like 100%. if everybody would sit back and not be so into their religion and they'd look at other religions, they'd realize how much actually connects. And maybe one day if people start to realize that we can all sit back and realize that this whole idea that we've created into these million different religions are all just one idea and then maybe and then that's what the government the wants though you're telling what the, you're saying what the government wants because they want a one world religion a one world government i'm just joking but it is it is weird right you think about that is that like if people would just stop fucking bickering over the smallest shit of and 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 it's been done on purpose everything is laid out it's all been planned these people in power um, you know, when they have a meeting, two billionaires talk, right? They don't fucking, they don't say like, oh, you're black, I'm white. Like, you know, they don't give a shit about that. And they don't care what religion each other is. Like, it's, I think they've been very skilled and um, they've done well at programming us. Yeah, they keep like the, I don't want to say lower on the totem pole, but as they view it, lower on the totem pole divided because they think that all of the people that are above them on the pole are fighting about all these things that they're not really fighting about. So it's almost like they're trying to do it in order to it's fit skilled, in with the rest man. of the culture. But they little do they know that it's like not even part of that. Cause again, like money talks in the, in the wider world. So like all these people that they're looking up to, don't give a shit about race. They're only looking at it from the power a money. The money. Yeah. They a power. Have. And then the thing is you have these people in power say like Trudeau, uh, Biden's already had that power for a long time. Uh, but it, like, cause he was a silver spoon fucking fed, kid that was just a rich kid but you've always had money when you've always had money you get used to it accustomed to it. you don't know what's like the struggle but also then money's not enough once you get a taste of power then you don't want to let it go that's why you see a lot of these people taking a hold of this whole covid scam and they're putting themselves in positions of power uh like the who uh, saying that they're going to fucking, there's going to be another pandemic and they supposedly have planned this out all that type of shit is the same thing Cause they're like, they're fucking just putting it out in the open. Like Bill Gates calls like, okay, monkey pox is coming. All right. That came, you know, what's not like, he like predicts everything mysteriously. Like he knows exactly the plot that's been laid out by the world economic forum and everybody else in power. Honestly though, bro. And it's just like COVID didn't work. So we're going to try monkey pox, but yes. that name didn't stick. So like I was hearing some other articles, they're trying to like change the name to make it sound more scary. It was like a three letter name, you know, like most shit that they do. Um, but it's like monkeypox. Like nobody takes that name ancient seriously. Ancient Babylon you know? fucking name. Dude, I, honestly though, I think that the monkeypox is just a cover up for reaction from the yeah, jab. Yeah, that's, that's what I said too. That's yeah, and they're just trying to play it off. Same with like the sudden death syndrome. That's another one. Yeah. They're just trying to be- I talked to like me and totally just talked to you about that. Comes out to where I was like, sad. So everyone got sad. It's like so fucking sad. And there's a great comedy sketch group that made fun of that shit and was like, oh, I'm sad. But it's, it was before sads exist existed. They were just making fun of like uh, sadness syndrome. It's just like now it exists where it's, it's not sadness, it's death. And the thing is, you have like soccer players dropping like flies. Like, um, the fact only healthy people, soccer players, may I add, football players, people don't fucking. It's like, how do you not see 
and I, there's a lot of people out there that have been so conditioned and so brainwashed by propaganda amongst everything else and their indoctrination in school, which I never liked, is that they're kind of living in this bubble, right? Where they like, they don't want to be wrong. They don't want to admit they've made a mistake. And there was a really good song by this guy named, um, I think his name is Brenner and uh, he's a singer and he must be Canadian. And he talks in this song about like, you know, um, you know, all the nurses and he talks about like, uh, you know, the whole anti-vax shit, like people essentially calling us terrorists and all this stuff. And then he kind of says like, you can admit that you're wrong. We'll open you. We'll like give you a hug with open arms type of shit. And it's just like, it's crazy dude i was seeing a lot of like anti-vax propaganda where it was like you have to talk to them like in a place where they'll understand <laughs> and uh they have an issue with authority and they have like mental illness and they're just trying to like smear fucking anti-vaxxers as much as possible like bro like and they kept yeah. using the term vaccine hesitant like we're not hesitant we just don't want your shit so no, stop putting fake names shit. on it and stop thinking that three years after the draw that you're just going to walk up to somebody who's against it and go you know what it'd be good for everyone yeah sure you know what i was unsure i'm gonna go get it now just because you told me that thank you <laughs> well it's this whole thing too it's just like oh man the polio shot work this is first of all not the same thing um but because i've always wanted to do research in it well, i've done research in this but i've also wanted to do a whole episode about it which I think I should wait a bit <laughs> before we lose all of our fans. Uh, but the fact that, right, that like this whole thing about the polio shot, where supposedly it was more or less that they became more cleanly, where they were cleaning more and sterilizing things more, which actually caused it to go down sewer systems and stuff like that, that allowed you not to live in your own piss and shit. And because if you think about the civil war, which is not far after when the fucking, you know, all the smallpox shit came out, give them, blankets to natives and there's this this theory right how um the natives weren't actually dying from the smallpox disease they were dying from the shots that the british were giving them and i'm I'm not talking about a gunshot were they doing shots like that back then like that sounds horrifying to think of like a shot from like you know that long ago just can you imagine how like primitive that fucking shot would be oh man what they made it out of he just fucking rubbed tea tree leaves on his fucking nutsack and then put it in his fucking mash it all up stuff into the vaccine it's fucking weird and um i've i've done some research that like who knows people could claim that's bullshit but they were using vaccinations around that time of the smallpox pandemic and the thing is there's a lot of weird shit to do with that and like i don't fully trust and that's just the, my conspiracy side is like i don't trust what's in the shots i don't trust that they're telling us the truth uh people like robin fucking not, um not, i was gonna say rob williams not rob williams he got killed by the illuminati but uh, <laughs> rob schneider um he he's openly talked about his stance on vaccines rob schneider fucking um what's that i was like what's his what's his friend's name that's so famous uh goddamn fucking sh- Piece of shit. What can Adam Sandler? I was like, why can't I think of fucking yeah, Adam Sandler's <laughs> name? But it's like that's Rob Schneider's pretty famous, and he's openly spoke out against vaccines and how uh, a chick did win in trial, uh, and they proved that she did get autism from the shot. So everyone that said like that doesn't cause autism, my mom does it because she's a nurse, and it's just like they proved it in court. So and she got a payout. So must have been true, at least semi true. Dude, and that just shows too, like they're pushing it hard on the kids. Like they just started something where it's like five and under. It's like if kids weren't even affected by COVID in the first place, why are you pushing the shots? That's already one red flag. And the second red flag is the fact that people were offering like money, fucking prostitutes, fucking weed, all that shit to get French fries. Just that fucking who is that fucking senator that is fucking eating French fries? Like get yourself some French fries. Like fucking so weird. 
It's, it, it is weird. It's bribe. We're never in the history of vaccinations as have people pushed it um, that much. And it's there's if a lot anything, of, they'd be yeah. asking you for money for it. You know, like it wouldn't just be like a here. We'll pay you to get it. They'll be like, no, no, no. This is scarce. You need this. You need this. You pay us to get it. You know? Yeah. My buddy, Billy's buddy, he's been on the podcast, Alex. I always made fun of him. He got it because Toyota gave him fucking 50 bucks. And I'm like, what? Why would you subject yourself and your health to that? If you And it was fairly new. And it's just like, I just don't understand that you're going to trust Big Pharma that much. And I always make the, the relevance, obviously, of fentanyl, right? Uh, fentanyl almost killed me at one point uh, and everything. So like, uh, and this was back in the day, like this was like years ago. And um, I, I dabbled with Coke and I didn't do it for a long time. And a buddy brought something over he thought was Coke. And then he seemed to have tolerance to it because I didn't. And it was actually at the very beginning of the podcast. And um, I did a podcast, got drunk, and then I fucking didn't wake up. And my buddy said my lips are blue. And that's a huge problem. Like There's a massive problem. And I knew chicks like when I was 23 that were fucking selling it like patches of it before it was ever relevant as it is today and it's killing everyone. Right. And the same people that created fentanyl for doctors to use are the same people that are now selling you the Narcan kit. Yep. Yeah. No shocker there. It's one of those things that it's like, they got to control uh, like the distribution of things. Honestly, that's what it fentanyl comes down killed to. more people than fucking COVID ever will. Dude, and it takes such a small amount too. Like it's it not does. like an accidental amount. Like if you just barely even tap that shit, that's already enough to kill you. I could be dead right now. We did gummers, bro. Like I thought it was yays. Like which means you can take a lot of yays. And I was like, it almost fucking killed me. And I went like, and it is crazy because I remember talking to Billy after. And it's like, man, I you you almost had to be like, yeah, okay, Tom's dead, so there's no more podcast. <laughs> like. Everything happens for a reason, right? There's a reason my buddy Mike was there because he knew CPR and uh, and he was able to get his girlfriend. My other buddy was freaking out. The kid that brought it and you know, I always treat him like a younger brother. He's younger than me. Stupid. But I always try to be cool with him. And he, we were like talking about pirates and this is like at the very beginning of the show. And he was like super into pirates. So I was like, yeah, we'll bring him on the show. And then as stupid enough where I was like, okay, well, I don't want you to do it by yourself because I don't want to see you get hurt. I'm going to do it with you. And then because I thought I had a high tolerance and I fucking almost died. So shit, everything happens for a reason. I do believe that though. Honestly though, because otherwise you wouldn't be here today. And if it wasn't for that experience and that story, I I'm sure that got I, a lot of shit in perspective for you, dude. Because I I've never been there touched before drugs like that things. again. <laughs> I was like, no thanks. Never doing that. I'm gonna stick to my fucking mushrooms, my weed. Right now I got golden teacher. <laughs> all the all the good drugs, as I call them, are healthy drugs, yeah. you know. <laughs> Yeah, and I've been, I've been like, you know, I just started doing this. We were talking about it um, for sure for your fans. Like, you're going to come on uh, my show. And I specifically want to talk about psychedelics and mushrooms. I want to do the history of mushrooms. You've done, we've done the history of alcohol and the history of weed, which is pretty funny. The history of alcohol is, uh, we got pretty drunk on that episode. <laughs> but uh, it's just, and I want to get, like, mushrooms are interesting to me. And, like, I did, um, I did a large, I was off for about a week before I switched over to a new job. And I did, uh, I did about probably four grams and I listened to Alan Watts and I was like, just fucking mad tripping. And I like fucking cried. I thought about my grandparents being dead and my aunt and uncle being dead and like all this shit. And if they're on a different frequency or reality, it's an interesting thing. And then I'm always, I want to do this now. Cause Anton's like, you ever stared into the void of the darkness? And I was like, I kind of want to, but I stared at myself in the mirror, never seen anything fucking crazier in my life. 
Dude, did I you like, get like the pr- primal look? That's what I get. Like, it's I feel like I belong to like a tribe or something. Oh yeah, it's it's weird. It's almost like primal, but almost like it's. I look like some other dimensional creature. Like it's, and I joked how it almost looked like I was like turning to a reptilian, but not really. And Juan brought it up with one of the paint. There's a guy that paints. Um, and uh, we talked about it on the the last, uh, especially last strange ones, at least for the series. And he was showing me this art of this guy, and supposedly this guy's like a necrophiliac, but like he fucking does <laughs> like psychedelic art. And um, I was trying to find his art because it's literally what I saw, where your like face becomes like geometric. It's like almost like geometric patterns, and it, like spaces out. My fucking eyes look like crazy, and it's like you're a you're seeing like your spiritual entity and, and listen to this book, the law of one, it talks about how, uh, when the guy, when the alien is technically what is an, uh, another worldly being, um, is essentially possessing and using this woman as a conduit and talking through her. He talks about LSD and how LSD does help you connect quicker and set your vibration higher to be able to connect to people. Never done LSD. My cousins told me horror stories about it. I've told my girlfriend, I want to do it once. I want her to be a trip sitter and I want to fucking, I want to do it because I've heard it. You can control it and then it's a little easier. That's the best way that I've learned to describe it is that like mushrooms, you're just strapped on the outside of the rocket, but at least uh, if you take LSD, you're on the inside and you can throw yourself against the walls. Um, like, so you've tried it. So what's your, what was your experience? I mean, as far as for me, dude, like I ha- I was a bad alcoholic for a while. So like yeah. my way of getting off of it was I got into like mushrooms or not mushrooms, but, uh, Makes acid, sense, but yeah. acid and stuff like that. But like I used to get gone, gone, bro. Like I take like full strips at a time. And I'd like was one time I was so gone that I didn't know if I was crying or what was happening. I just remember like sitting on the floor and my eyes were watering. And I was trying to figure out what the hell was happening. But uh, <laughs> like that's where all my kind of crazy uh, psychedelic connections started. Like when I started taking LSD. Uh, there was a good handful of times I used to do this thing with my friends where I felt like I could see everything around me without my eyes. So I'd like cover my eyes and you'd put up fingers and I'd be able to guess all of them and shit. Cause you start to That's fucking like, a good idea. Connection. And then like, I've had visions of like past lives when I was on LSD, like all of That's my, I'd say craziest psychedelic experiences all came from like LSD specifically. But I know, and like I feel like I've tried to get that with mushrooms. Like I, I told Anton, my co, one of my co-hosts, I was like, I'm trying to kill my ego, and he's like, Don't do that. He's like, You will fucking destroy your personality. You might not be the same person anymore. And I was like, It is possible, right? But I'm, I'm trying to get to that, that level. Like I, I've the most of it is like four and a half, and I've done like periodically, but now I'm, I'm consistently buying them and using the microdose, and then at least every other month doing a high dosage or every, you know, two or three months. And I want to get to, I want to get to a point where I'm doing like five, six grams and I want to fucking, I want to just be out of my body. I want to, I want to see if I can travel and shit. Dude, I've been trying to do that with DMT. I've been trying to get at it for a while. I've had it. I've been like microdosing smaller amounts of it to the point where it's like I'm near blast off. You want to talk about some crazy shit? shit, Hit that and stare at your face in the mirror, bro. Like it's, it's like a whole other fucking world. Like I don't even know how to describe that shit. Like the things that you think you see on LSD, like you physically see and you, they're like undeniably seen when you smoke DMT. And that's That's part of the reason why I think that there's a connection to it with another realm, you know? Man, I've always wanted to do DMT. I had one, I had one buddy, uh, this guy I used to work with that uh, actually 
he made the Strange Brew podcast beat that we do our uh, fucking song over. And uh, he used to tell me he used to get DMT in like CD cases from the States and somehow they got, he got it over there. And uh, But my buddy Raz has been on the podcast. He's super spiritual. He had like a float studio at one point. Um, and he used to do stuff like Sangha where we'd fucking take these crazy fucking eye drops from the Ooh. Amazon forest and they burn like a motherfucker though. Yeah, I've heard about those. <laughs> and they're it's crazy. And then your eye, you can see like your eye color changed but also we, we've done like the medicine man tobacco where you shoot up your fucking nose we mm-hmm. did that before an episode and that was like way back in the day of the podcast and but he's talked about doing dmt and i was like did you see entities i've heard joe rogan talk about it right and he's like he's like yeah like i saw some beings i saw some shit i fucking want to try it so bad dude i don't know like how you feel with dmt whether it's just being a drug or a connection to something else but every single time i smoke this micro like a small microdose of it I always see the same entity. And the best way I can describe it is that it looks like one of those like colorful Japanese demons, but it's like, doesn't oh, like seem the, scary. Yeah. Like it seems like it like want, like it's like a good, like a good being, you know? And it like, looks like it's made out of like geometrical patterns. And like the first time I saw this, I took a really small amount. And then I noticed all three of my cats were staring in the same direction. I looked in that direction. I look at my pillowcase and there's this like geometric pattern starting to appear on it. And then that thing appears on it and it does this like hand gesture motion towards me. And then it like fades out. But every single time I've hit a small amount of it, it's like, I start seeing that face in other shit. Like I talked to a couple of psychic type people and they think that there's like something that's trying to contact me on that other side or whatever reality that is. So like, I'm in the process of like trying to get the balls to like meet it firsthand, you know? I think it's quite possible. I, I used to mess around a lot of Ouija boards. I have one right here, actually. It's That's the first Ouija board I ever uh, ever used. My grandma gave it to, uh, to me. It's fucking, we've, that thing has been through hell and back with me. And uh, I've been connected to a lot of weird spiritual shit, right? And I believe in other entities. And uh, for your listeners, honestly, um, somebody said they didn't like how we made fun of indigenous names, but hey, I had a bunch of indigenous friends. Our shadow people episode. Uh, I had a very very detailed shadow person encounter uh, when I was 19 and I saw something I felt like I saw things shadow people and if uh, I felt like I was getting my soul ripped out of my body and I and I was wide awake walked towards a doorway and uh, I saw a huge shadow creature and people tell me to stop telling the story but it's fucking the most craziest shit I've ever seen in my life uh, but you should uh, if your fans should check out the shadow people episode to get the full description because Everyone's like, you fucking always mention that thing. And I was like, what? Fuck it. It's crazy. I saw literally, and I, I felt like every time I opened my eyes, I saw these shadow creatures like leaning over at me. And I think it's pot. And I, when I used the Ouija board at one point, uh, it was telling me that nine spirits were attached to me, some good and some bad. And, you know, you, if, you, uh, if you listen to some psychics, right, the certain beings can attach to your chakras or I've heard stuff, ghost stories about things like somebody dies on your street and they find comfort in you. They don't know that they're fucking dead. They know something's up. They know they might be dead, but they have no real, like once you go in that astral world, there's a lot of different things that can happen. Right. And then they get stuck in this duality. So they go where comfort is and they maybe might attach to you because they like your personality. And then, so you could have something attached to you, either good or bad or I also said too, when I started getting in, I used to use the Ouija board a lot, right? I'll just tell you this quickly. is like, we used to, all my friends used to do it. We used to call upon like Harold Houdini and fucking tried 
call him Tupac, <laughs> even though I think he's in Cuba. Um, but like we would, we would, you know, talk to him. We'd have a lot of fun with it as kids. We were just like joking around and, you know, my buddy called Hitler and we thought he was going to die, but it didn't happen. It, it, it was speaking <laughs> German words really fast. It was weird. We were like 13, 14. Then I started getting into it and my aunt, she's Jamaican. She's from Jamaica. She got obsessed with the Ouija board. She told me, uh, never to play it by myself. I was 16, so I went home and I played it by myself or used it. It's always like it's play, but it's not really. You're using this as a conduit for spirits, right? And then it's and the more I got into alien shit, the more it started telling me crazy shit. Like my mom was a reptilian, told me that, but also it <laughs> said like it said that all these that these creatures are attracted to me and that you can kind of be connected to other things. And then I started and then made me think like that some of these things we're speaking to, and even on shows like Ghost Adventures or whatever, all these ghost shows, um, they could be contacting me with something that is still that is maybe not like it's still is alive. It's not a dead, it's not just a soul or a spirit. It could be something that's just on a different um, reality or dimension. And yeah, it, and the Ouija board's like, we couldn't tell you this when you were younger and it could be my own subconscious, but it's just like, you know, we're trying to protect you. We're actually from another reality, blah, blah, blah. It's been a while. I haven't touched the Ouija board in a long time though. Cause my fucking wife or my fiance would hate me. Dude, we'll have to jump onto that one on another show. Cause yes, I have a lot of sure. uh, shadow people experiences myself that we can oh, bounce back and fuck. forth on that's and exchange sick. some ideas. Say so it sucks. They came up this far in the show because i could have ran off that one for a long time well so. maybe i got an idea maybe uh m- maybe you could come on strange brew uh or we'll do like a swap cast style one and we could do like the hat man and then talk about because the hat man's fucking creepy dude i say i got the ones with the glowing eyes from my personal experience oh, so we could even what? hop into those ones that's sick we have we should do a hat man and i don't know what the glowing eyes ones but the hat man is supposed to be one of those like entities that just show up everywhere and you constantly see them. mine were just like shadow figures it was and it looked like to me i always say we know in insidious when the fucking thing is against and this i saw it before the movie ever came out and the thing where it has a claw against the wall and you can kind of see him pointing at the boy yeah 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 that's what it looked like to me. I could see its claws, but it was bald to me. It, it, to me, it looked like a reptilian. Um, and I was super into looking into the stuff, but I was fucking sober as a judge. So dude, it could be one of those things too, that maybe the things that we perceive as shadow people are all a bunch of different types of entities. It's just that our visuals can't perceive them, you know, yeah. like they could look totally different if our eyes were different, but maybe because our eyes can't recognize them or understand them like we see all these multiple beings as being the same being when all of them are completely fucking different it's fucking I don't, like there's a lot of crazy shit and i'm glad i jumped on your show because there's a lot of things um you know you for your fans stuff like that we'll work on some other things going forward you're definitely gonna jump on strange brew um yeah, but there's so many things we can talk about. And it definitely all me, you, and Kyle will have to do like a two hour episode so we can just go off about shit. <laughs> Easily, bro. That'll be a really fun one. Yeah, that'll be fucking sick. Awesome. All right. So I guess to start wrapping it up here, uh, I always like to do words of wisdom from the guests to the listeners. So, you know, okay. if you had any words of wisdom to bestow, what would they be? Uh, don't trust the government. <laughs> <laughs> Short and sweet. <laughs> literally, literally, don't trust any form of government. Okay, they're not. They don't care about you, your rights, your welfare, your health. In the words of George Carlin, they don't give a fuck about you, and they never will. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for people that enjoyed this conversation, they want to come check out your guys' show. Uh, where are they come and find all your links at? Uh, you can find us www.strangerupodcast.com. It's got mostly all the links that you would need. Uh, for people that enjoy watching podcasts, uh, we're at Strange Root Podcast on YouTube. 
Um, and we started a bit shoot, which I'm just trying to build up now, just in case, because YouTube's getting a little censorshipy. Uh, but me and Billy actually record in a studio and, uh, we do a lot of fun specials for YouTube, but a lot of our listeners are primarily audio. So honestly, anywhere you can find a strange brew podcast, we're on Instagram and, uh, yeah, just fucking, it's easy to search up. It's very simple. You'll be able to find us in no time. Our logo is we're in a bong being smoked by an alien. So <laughs> And I'll I add all the that. links into the description. And I'm oh, sure that yeah. that cover art will be on the cover art for the episode. So just look for fuck that. Yeah. Make it quick and awesome. easy for everybody. <laughs> well, I appreciate you having me on, man. It was a lot of fun. And I thought we would connect and get into a very good conversation considering just the way you're speaking now and now you're close with Kyle and Kyle, me and him instantly connected, had a great conversation and I'm excited to work with you guys going forward. And like I said, maybe, you know, for like all the people out there, we could maybe do a whole big live thing with me, you, Kyle, Anton, Billy, we'll get everyone in there. Even Juan can jump in. We'll do like a whole big live thing for like for something, talk about cryptids or some shit. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. We could do it as two separate things too. Cause we've been doing a uh, big dumb inquiries live. So yeah. we could do like an episode of your guys' show live like That'd that. We sick. could do big dumb inquiries with all you guys live too and do two live shows for all the listeners. Yeah, just like a this. live shoot the shit rant. Hopefully it doesn't get taken down off YouTube type shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fuck it. If it happens, it happens. Then we just That's end true. up putting it on our feed. So it's all me good. And, <laughs> me and fucking Juan's Freedom Convoy got taken off YouTube for medical misinformation because I said that Trudeau owns... F- 70% stake in a company that produces the nanolipid particles in the, in the shot. And it's actually only 40%. Dude, like- I, my show that I know is starting to get recognized now because now I, I went on Spotify today. Yeah. I don't know what, when was it? I went on Spotify recently and I noticed that there's a bunch of my episodes that have a little COVID warning on them now. So I'm like, all right, all what? right. Starting to get noticed really? now. <laughs> Weird. I've never seen that. That's fucking hilarious. I've seen on Joe Rogan's uh, shit. I, like, that's funny. I'm wondering if there's any episodes. I wonder if my Freedom Convoy episode has that. I've never noticed that. That is so fucking funny. I'll have to show you after the show, but. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I really appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, Hopefully man. all the listeners enjoyed the conversation. And uh, I guess we'll catch you guys on the next one. Have a good Stay night, strange. everybody. Stay strange. <laughs>